Hello everybody and welcome to Guys on Gaffer. We are four guys, or in today's case, three guys, uh, who are fantasy football addicts and we are here to chat all things Gaffer. It's been a little while since we've we've been with you, probably about three weeks now because we missed a week and then um, we recorded a Super League pod that wasn't released because there was no sound. So it's been a little while but it's, it's really good to be back and um, today I am joined um, by David and Abhishek but no Spencer. So how are you guys doing? Yeah, doing all right. How are you guys? Yeah, yeah I'm fine. Well. It's good to be back. <laughs> it is good to be back. Yeah. It's also good to have an international break. I think I'm ready for like a little break. Yeah, a little break. Yeah. When we, yeah. when we play so many <laughs> fancy games. End, well. It didn't end well. We didn't, certainly didn't want this. Uh, we don't want that international break to be in a happy mood. But after the performances in the FPL, the Premier League, Oh, uh, I'm not in a mood to talk about FPL for at least 10 days. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a crazy week, wasn't it? I, I, I did yeah. all right. I got a green arrow, so I was quite happy in, in that sense. But mm-hmm. yeah, and I guess it's uh, an interesting time for the fantasy football community with what's been going on with the fantasy yeah. football hub stuff. So yeah, if you're not aware of that yet, do be changing yeah. your passwords. If you've got any um, websites yeah. that you've used the same password from Fantasy Football Hub, let's not talk too much yeah. about that. It's it's a very <laughs> sad situation. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hope that it uh, doesn't escalate more. For the past few days, it has been escalating. Hell, I in my Discord account was also got hacked. So mm. it's not a it's funny situation. It's not a situation to be good feeling that we'll be talking about also because everyone is whatever the hubs hub guys are doing certain amount of work has been put into that yeah, yeah some mistakes have been done also with them so that the logins back end work they have been lagged behind that's why so many of the accounts got hacked which is a shame so i properly hope that they fix that one pretty quickly yeah because it's not yeah it's not easy because you are in a good position in your fantasy premier league game as of now and certainly it gets hacked it derails you and it also questions you because all things are online this nowadays mm. if one gets mm. hacked it reciprocates to the other things as well so hopefully those guys tie up their loosens quickly yeah it's uh just a very tough situation my, my hearts do go out to them um yeah. to the guys at hub because they provide you know they've provided such good content and i i subscribe to them but yeah i know mistakes have been made anyway you know hopefully we'll be able to move past this let's move on to some uh, happier happier topics yes. um yes, yes. so in today's episode we're going to obviously go through our teams like usual and then we're going to talk about um kind of we're going to talk about striker options other than the the kind of main four that everyone seems to have at the moment kind of what um differential striker picks are potentially out there in the coming weeks we'll talk a bit about team structure as well where should we be putting most of our money and then um, we'll, we've got some questions that we'll be answering at the end so let's talk about our teams um yes. from game week 11. the first one is is mine actually so i got uh, 72 points this week which was okay it was a um, one place red arrow so my, my rank's <laughs> taken a bit of a beating the last few weeks since we last recorded I was in and around the 60 mark and then uh, game weeks 9 and 10 weren't that great at all to be honest um, so I'm now outside the top 100 um, but yeah I was I was quite pleased with this week um, although 
when you hear my transfers, you'll be surprised. I'm so be I sold um, my guy Victor Jokeres, who I brought in before everyone else, and I also oh. sold Morgan Gibbs White for yes. um, Ben Brereton Diaz and Harry Cornick. Now it sounds really bad on the surface, but I haven't calculated the points change but i haven't lost out very much in fact i may even have broken even because i the reason basically why i wanted ben Brereton diaz was because i wanted a captaincy option i was looking at my team and i could have gone for mitrovic but coventry are great at home and i think i quite i just looked at Brereton diaz and i was like i, I want him i want to captain him this week and i was de- deliberating whether to sell Solanke or yokoresh i wasn't sure who um obviously went for um victor instead of Solanke, but um, you know, if I hadn't have captained Brereton Diaz and brought him in, I might well have, I think I would have captained Mitrovic, so I would have lost out on those captaincy points anyway. So the points that I lost from selling Victor are made up through, through captaincy, so I, I don't particularly mind. So across the rest of the team, defence were all kind of getting one half clean sheets of Lundley, Zamura, Townsend, and Flint, who came off the bench for Malone. Harry Wilson, Willock, um, both picking up a bit of performance bonus. Uh, Nick Powell, really pleased with him since I brought him in. Uh, I think he's scored in both games. 12-pointer. Cornick still managed to get performance bonus. Um, four performance bonus. So he got seven points anyway, so that was good. Only one less than Gibbs White. Then Solanke, Brereton, um, captain, and Mitrovic, vice-captain. So, yeah, I'm happy with where my team's at. Willick's the, the kind of biggest issue, and Malone if he's if he's still out after the break. So I'll be looking to get rid of them, but I'm I'm pretty happy with the state of my team at the moment. Um, so hopefully we'll get up into the top. Yeah, before you went, did you use a boost speak? No, no, no boost. Uh, I've been out of boosts for a little while, actually, yeah. So, mm. so yeah, that hasn't helped the rank, actually, because there's been a lot of away days and stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the next person, I think that's Abhishek, yes. Okay, so as you guys can see, I played the away days this weekend. So it fetched me a 96 points. So I was pretty happy about it. But uh, because all if uh, all the 11 guys that I that I played this weekend were away players, and actually uh, my transfers were Lumley and uh, Low of Nottingham Forest. Now we will talk about Nottingham Forest a bit, quite a bit, because mm-hmm. see, as of now they are becoming the new Swansea of last season. <laughs> So I am pretty. I'm very much um, so much. Uh, I I I could have gone for Spence as well, uh, the other uh, wing back combination of Forest, but I uh, end up with Low as well. I was pretty much disappointed because he was so close to a return. Mm-hmm. Every time, whatever highlights I have watched, he was bombing up and down, and he was so close to a return. So with the away days playing, you get twice the returns uh, the uh, the players scored on that weekend. So low fetched me a handy 16 points. I have Gibbs White, which was nice to see. Even in a loss, he scored a goal. And seemingly for Sheffield United, he's, he's the guy, I think, apart from Billy Sharp, to get some returns even if Sheffield United lose a match. If they win, that's a bonus, I think, as of now, because they're not looking good defensively. So he fetched me a nice six, uh, 16 points. Lord Swift, once again, ticking along with the returns. He, I think he got an assist. I think and it's just bonus, actually. 
bonus. I don't he think he get... got an assist. Might be wrong. I don't remember that though. Reading won by one nil, one goal, the odd goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's well, just performance bonus three. That's the thing with Swift. It's <laughs> yeah. annoying. He just gets performance yeah. bonus even yeah. when he blanks. It's yeah. like Adam Armstrong yeah. last season. <laughs> yeah. And Ben Berridge and Diaz were my forward. So he scored eighteen, uh, nine points actually. Nine or 12, 13 points. I'm forgetting. About yeah, that. nine times two. Nine, yeah. nine. So yeah, 18 points. And uh, those, these four are my main contributors towards my score. The rest of the team, I got eight points from Townsend, six from points from Laird. Robinson did nothing for me, apart from the odd. Uh, he did nothing. Mitrovic did nothing. Thomas did nothing. I got, I brought in Lumley as my other transfer. And the ridiculous goal he conceded in an away day, I was pretty much happy as of up till that point, I was pretty much happy with my score. Yeah, it's it will be touching hundred points. Yeah, it, then I see the lovely own goal, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I am, <laughs> how the hell did this? <laughs> you're you're so, lucky that there are no um, points deducted for own goals. It's only on the performance yeah. bonus. Yeah, so. I was so afraid that people get like another goal and at least like minus <laughs> times two and something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, you're all right. <laughs> yeah, that that that's one blemish that I have. I didn't expect it from Lumley because he was sticking along nicely with all those safe points and the half clean sheets. But the own goal cost me a half clean sheet point and some bonus as well because if it stays that way, was he on bonus? Something I think he got like three or four saves on the game because Middlesbrough. No, was ridiculous. I don't know. Did they win or actually not? I didn't know. Just after Lumley considered, I stopped watching them. Ah, okay. <laughs> no, there is no point. No point in watching. I don't. So it was nice to see that when I logged in, they uh, Lumley scored six points because I didn't clock that. He, oh, he had a half clean sheet. But yeah, that's. So that was my away days, 96 minus 4, so it comes, comes down to 92. And actually, in the last two weeks, as Joel said that you got down, I got up quite a bit. I was on the lowly ranks of 600 places. In the last two weeks, or three weeks, may I say, I have jumped exactly 500 places. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> is that just the one can... boost or two? Is that two boosts? No, two boosts. Yeah. Two, two boosts because... Oh, uh, Jeepers so... Keepers. Yeah, you played Jeepers Keepers. Yeah, Jeepers Keepers. I played on nine and away days in 11. So as we were saying in Gaffer, if you play boosts right time, at if you will be rewarded with handsome points. Yeah. And uh, the last game weeks, uh, game week 10, it was a very good interest uh, return for me because I got 120 points with one hat-trick and two brace as well from Beretin and Mitrovic. So that helped me half my rank from I was in 420th place in after game week nine, uh, nine and then after 10 it literally halved my place. I thought I got 240 something places I jumped. So even if you did not hit boost, it, if the returns are in your favor, then it will be very much fruitful or favorable to you. Otherwise, boosts really help us. Apart from that, this game, 
unlike FPL, this game has certain amounts of small things that helps us to make make a big score in the end. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's my game week as of now. So after a uh, few after two weeks, I am quite close to you guys as yeah, of now. Yeah, so there now. It will be a good finish towards the end of the season. Yeah, and I guess we're actually... always thinking that once yeah. game week 15 is over, that's like quite a good indication of your rank because everyone's yeah. played the three boosts. But and, also the, and also the main thing now is that I have all my boosts. I have used all my boosts. So I, it's game week 11 now. So 12, 13, 14, 15. Four game weeks, I have to manage my rank now because a lot of guys have been have boost, one boost minimum left. I think most, most of have them... played them actually. I think there will be quite, a, there will be a few still, but I do think I would say the majority yeah. have probably played them all now. I don't know, maybe not, maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, you know, whatever conversation I had on the on Twitter seemed to suggest that they have something because whatever guys okay. I was talking in the Grappa group chat, they said, "No, oh, I have one left. I have okay. one left." Yeah. So mm -hmm. I don't know the exact amount, but uh, I think uh, forty to thirty to forty percent of the game guys. I think have left one boost at least. Not two. Two is very few. But I think That's one boost. Is, <laughs> yeah. So I think I need to. Uh, what uh, whoever I have no boost. So I think I need to manage. And whoever doesn't have any boost, you need to man at, at, manage in the sense that you need sensible picks, not punts. Punts in not works now. Because yeah, if you see some sort of points that yeah, I want. To help, I want to boost my rank. He seems like good players, good fixtures. Then all right, but punch time has now gone. I think if you are, if you don't have any boost, at least to me, I don't know about you guys, but at least to me, it feels like it's not fun time. I need to have to save rank. I may be wrong in that because certain approach, certain managers have different approaches. So, I think yeah, you're right actually was, because like uh, yeah. last week you kept Mitrovic when no one else did in our uh, like groups and stuff yeah, and you get yeah. big boosts so yeah. going safe <laughs> isn't always like a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Should we move on That's to your great. team now David? You yeah. also played a boost this week. I did. I also played away days and uh, it went better, better than I expected <laughs> in uh, terms of rank because like uh, I was thinking, was thinking like oh so, many, so much things I get, went wrong and like didn't get any clean sheets and stuff, but uh, suddenly I got like a game week rank of 20. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, uh, nice. It was, uh, and now I'm up to, uh, I was like uh, on a big uh, red arrow as, uh, as, uh, spree actually, uh, last couple of weeks from like, uh, I was 80, I was 69th in game week five, and then I went all the way down to 145th. And uh, this week I went, uh, um, Hundred and three places up to forty-one. Very so that's nice. nice. Oh, very nice. <laughs> that's very nice. So uh, yeah, it was it was a, a good week for me, and uh, one of the big reasons was uh, <laughs> I followed my heart and got uh, the uh, the man uh, the myth legend Sinknagel back in you my team. Him back. <laughs> oh yeah. Top I think you sold him like the last pod, didn't you? And then you've had a couple of game weeks since then, and then you brought him back just just so you've owned him like every pod almost. Or had you sold yeah, him yeah. last pod? I can't remember. Um, I was losing faith in uh, was it Hutton or something? Yeah. Uh, in and yeah. uh, Nottingham Forest, they was playing so bad, and uh, yeah. then I was as well last like last last week. He got like two assists and something, and just thought like, man, 
that's it. Yeah. I just have to get him back. So he yeah. uh, he got uh, on the way this. He got 28 points. Mm. Pretty nice. Um, that's nice. Very good. He got two assists in the game and lots of uh, bonus points. So uh, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I also uh, got in uh, low uh, as uh, the mm. same as you, Abhishek. Uh, he mm. got uh, 16 as you said, and uh, mm. Diaz uh, Burton. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I was like thinking through the week, like well, all the things I could have been because um, I uh, I had a big decision where I was going to trust uh, the uh, West Bromwich uh, defense or uh, think uh, that uh, Powell would just like score past them. And yeah, I guess what yeah. I, uh, I guess what I decided. <laughs> There's a very noticeable player first sub on that yeah. screenshot. Yeah. Oh, it just stares at me still. Like, 12 points, man. <laughs> so much. So, uh, yeah, and I was like, uh, I had hope because um, Laird, uh, the defender for Swansea, he um, he didn't start uh, the game. Oh, really? Didn't and he came on, like, in the 50s, 60s minutes. So I was, I was just checking, like, oh, please don't come on. <laughs> he does points. But uh, he actually got, like, the second half clean sheet still because he came on no. so early. So uh, it, was, it was just like six points loss uh, total. That's so. not too bad, yeah. But it still feels bad, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the feeling. I hate leaving points on the bench. It happens far too often. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, he's like the Willock of the earlier season. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had that, yeah. That so much. Yeah, I but, two uh, times yeah. I benched Willock, two times he scored 10 points plus. Yeah, <laughs> I had one of those as well. Yeah. yeah. It's like you have so much good value options in the game, so uh, yeah, yeah. it's bound to happen sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, overall very happy and uh, glad to be back in uh, top fifth. Actually, that's crazy. Nice. <laughs> very good. How much? How much you scored in total? Uh, one hundred and eighteen points minus eight. So one hundred. That's nice. It's a lot better than us game week five away days people yeah i was i was having so much fear fomo that week like everyone's yeah. playing away this and then i just saw like went pretty then, pretty bad so uh there were there were plenty of people who didn't play a boost that beat me i got 73 points that week. yeah yeah i think that's me yeah but you could even also say you've been a little unlucky in that Fulham didn't perform because one of the big advantages of playing yeah. a game with 11 is it's the week where you can have the Fulham players playing away and all the other good assets as well and they were rubbish so yeah Mitris yeah. one point times two what's the deal with that that's the, less, the same amount of points like uh, as Thomas you'd be yeah. <laughs> it's like three times more expensive it feels like so yeah, yeah that was a disappointment Mm. Uh, I I never seem to catch uh, Fulham at the right time. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, was I, see, I see them uh, performing bad, uh, badly one week and then think, yeah, I'm not catching them the next week and then they score a hat trick. Like, so. Yeah, me too. How do you uh, clock these things? I didn't captain him or vice captain him for his hat trick in game week 10, mm. which was very annoying. Very annoying. But anyway, let's, let's move on. Let's talk about yes. strikers. Because I think it's fair to say, if you go through like all of the top 200 teams, that most, probably about 90% of teams have got three of Mitrovic, Solanke, Brereton Diaz and Victor Gjokoresh at the moment. I feel like that template's formed over the last few weeks with the emergence of Gjokoresh and uh, Brereton just smashing it every week, it seems, and Solanke yeah. ticking over and Mitrovic being Mitrovic. So... You know, it's quite hard to break away from those four at the moment. But obviously, things change very quickly in fantasy football. 
people who are very popular one week are gone the next, whether it's due to poor performances or injuries or something like that. So let's talk about kind of alternative options. I don't know if you guys have any, have like a couple of names or, or people that you think could provi- could provide um, good opportunities to have a differential in your teams, in your forward line. Does anyone want to go first? Yeah. I can, uh, I'd, I'm just looking at now and... Uh... There's there are some uh, players that uh, are surprised are like so high up the the lists, mm. even though there's like a big drop off from uh, Mitrovic and Victor to like yeah, yeah, 50, 60 points from 104. But um, yeah, the first one I'm seeing that are that is like not that, not as expensive as Mitrovic and Slunk is uh, Grant for uh, West Brom. Mm-hmm. He uh, he's, he's not up there like with the uh, the top four, but he's uh, it's the fifth most high-scoring player, and he's playing for West Brom. So yeah. you're uh, kind of bound to get some goals from him. But uh, yeah, that's one. And uh, um, Anthony for Bournemouth, 6.2 million. He's not uh, far off uh, the top either. Mm-hmm. And uh, I uh, I also saw one name uh, that brings back good memories uh, for me. Uh, Dykes uh, for QPR. He... Yeah. Uh, I saw him uh, getting a couple of returns uh, lately, and uh, um, yeah. he was like my fluke pick last year that did so well. And uh, it's nice to see he's uh, still keeping it up. So I think it's a good pick as yeah. well. Yeah, Dykes was one that I was thinking of. Did he? He scored against. Uh, he scored in the last game, didn't he? I'm pretty sure. And he yeah, also got a brace in the previous game. Um, Keeper yeah. have been scoring a load of goals. Let's just have a look. Yeah, he scored. I think he actually. I think it was a goal and an assist. Yeah, goal and, and then and assist before that. Assist so before that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you actually on the Gaffer website, it's quite good. You can sort by last four form, last four games form, oh, really? which is quite um, oh. illuminating for a kind of up and coming asset. So Dykes is on seven points per game the last four, which is which is very impressive. And Grant, yeah, Grant is someone that I had at the start of the season, then got rid because he wasn't really doing it at the time but um yeah he he got a brace against qpr um i think he got three goals in two games including a brace against qpr so he's he's looking really good um and he is proven at championship level so i, I like both of those do you have any to to add abhishek yeah i think i have a few names i have jotted down here but i will only suggest i Whatever, what I was doing earlier is that I was looking at the fixtures. And from the fixture point of view, if we take, for example, say from this game, uh, 12, game week 12 to game week 16, the team that has nice run of fixtures are two teams actually. Luton has a nice run of fixtures, mm-hmm. although they face Millwall away. But then in 13 and 14, they face Derby and Hull at away and home, respectively. So, at the bio, their, strike, uh, their striker can be an option, cheap option. He has 6.1 million in the game. He has scored 54 points already, five goals already he has scored for the season. Uh, yes, uh, two are penal- from penalties, but he, he seems to be Luton's main man for attack apart from other guys they have cameron jerome as well but i don't think he does much he only is a supporting role in that team at is their main man 
And he and, he could have got a couple of goals against Bournemouth as well. I was watching those highlights yeah, and missed yeah. some good chances. He's been getting lots of chances. So, yeah, yeah he's definitely one to, to consider, yeah. I think. And also, the last time they were at home, they smashed Coventry 5-0. Such a weird result so, that was. Yeah. I'm putting that down so, to just a, a an anomaly. Like, <laughs> like it happens in the Championship, you just have these weird results sometimes. Yeah. Was it, was it midweek? Yeah. Or was it, uh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, I've, uh, I've noticed a trend that people saying, like, midweek is yeah. crazy. Don't, can, uh, yeah. don't look at the results from that. Yeah, we, we, were, we were seeing this pattern from last season because all the midweek results, we were not expecting anything. That, no, this can't happen. But on the weekend, it's back to normality. So yeah, Adebayo can be an option. He has he has taken as of now 21 shots, 2.1 shots per game. So that's a nice option. And also I have Piro of Swansea. Mm, that's a shout. He's yeah. seven. Uh, he's 7.2 million in the game. He also has five goals and one assists as well. 52 points. And Swansea also has a good run of fixtures. Yeah, not this week. Cardiff, this week they have Cardiff. It's yeah, not Cardiff that bad. Cardiff yeah, Cardiff are horrible. In, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I forgot. They have West Brom the next yeah, oh, the game yeah. is 13. Mm-hmm. So that's tough. Apart from that, they have a nice run. Birmingham in 14, Peterborough in 15, and probably Coventry in 16. So he can be another option. So those two options seems like if you are looking to go uh, be, uh, apart, uh, go outside the template, as we can say, apart from those four uh, forwards, then those two can be an option. And another option I have written down, who is also from Coventry, Gordon. He was injured, but the minute he returns back, the partnership of Victor and Gordon seems to be flourishing. He So he is a 5.6 million forward in the game. Although he played six games, uh, there is Matty Waghorn also in that strike, uh, thinking, their forward line. I was thinking, would they rotate quite a bit, maybe? Gordon yeah, and maybe, Waghorn. But, yeah, maybe, but I think when Gordon was injured, Waghorn was playing. Uh, yeah. When Gordon was fit, Waghorn immediately got benched this game week. So that's an interesting one to look at because at 5.6 million, we can, uh, if Victor is performing like that, if Gordon can do that, then we can certainly see a Coventry develop in our teams and then we can pour all that money onto our midfield because somehow, some way, the midfield, high priced midfielders in the game will start to perform. The likes of Wilson, uh, Robinson, Mowat, and these likes of. Zinka Nagal is also 8.1 million in the game and the returns he is getting, he is going to get a price rise soon. So yeah. with that in mind, if we can see that 5.10 10 to 11 million, to, to 11 million, total of 11 million pair of forwards scoring us a bunch of points, then that will be a very good indication to go outside the template, outside the box. So, Gordon is my outside-the-box shout. You can take a note about that. You can certainly put him in the watch list. But as of now, if you want ready-made replacements, if you don't want to have three premium strikers or three those three out of that, you need to change something for your team, then Adebayo and Piro for me picks, picks them, apart from the other two mentions you guys, Grant, yeah. Dykes, those 
just just on Coventry, yeah. it's really interesting. Um, Coventry have won every single home game this season. Yeah, been Forest, interesting Reading, Borough, Cardiff, Peterborough, and Fulham. That's six home wins out of six, which is incredible. And away from home, but they've got three away games in the next four. They've got good fixtures, but they've got three yeah. away games in the next four. So I feel a little bit better yeah. about selling Gyokoresh. Um So they've got Blackburn away, Preston away, Derby at home, Hull away. On paper, actually, they are some very good fixtures from an attacking point of view. So I do think he can definitely do well. And I kind of want to get him back already. Um, yeah. But it's hard to also, drop can, the others. Yeah, but anyway. also, yeah, also, you can say that Blackburn is shipping goals for fun. They yeah, are not yeah. good defensively. Same goes for Preston. Yeah. Yeah, you can say that Derby is doing actually a good job under Wayne Rooney in defense. They are, yeah. Because they've been really good. Uh, they are not shipping that many goals that we were expected of them. So ideally their signings of Curtis Davies and those young aged center backs have really helped them. And Hull is also so I can see uh, you bringing him Victor immediately back, but I can My. also see the outside point that yeah you they are not doing going the fear of FOMO kicks in now. So does, that's yeah. what you yeah. need to decide that uh, do I go with FOMO or do I know I need to be logical about this. I don't I, I can't see myself going for one of these punts unless one of these four strikers actually falls off a cliff because they're just so good. They're so consistent. I'm just looking at Coventry's away record, though. So they have scored in five away games um, just two goals in five games. So just bad. I would bear that in mind they seem to be a completely different team at home compared to away from home why that is i don't know whether that's anything to do with them moving back into their new home and they're just so pumped to be back in front of their fans because they're at st andrews last season surely can't be just that though i I don't know what it is but that that is and their away fixtures haven't been that bad that they've played barnsley blackpool qpr um millwall and luton they've only scored two goals in those games one win, one draw, rest defeat. Yeah. So you can argue, yeah, you can argue with the Millwall fixture because they are solid defensively, and if last season perf- performances uh, on the basis of last season performance, we can say Barnsley, but Barnsley is not the old Barnsley, the Ishmael Barnsley that we were used used to see last season. So yeah, apart from Millwall, they should have been okay, but yeah, that's a warning sign that they haven't they just scored two goals away from home mm-hmm. so i'm yeah, getting that's... like uh john swift FOMO uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> likeness yeah. here yeah because like uh we have the, yeah, all these things that talks uh, yeah. against uh, getting victor, him and then victor, when they get them, yeah now victor will haul in next two games because the minute yeah, we, yeah, beat, yeah. we say john swift don't sell him don't sell him he scored a hat trick right so... Yeah, I should probably get him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've still not got him. I need to get rid of Willock, and I kind of don't want to get. I just, I've just got into this mindset, but I don't want to give in and get Swift because everyone has him. It's like I'm not making any gains for him now, and it's, it's just stubborn, and it's and probably just bad. Keeps on returning. It's probably bad, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you guys, but but like, uh, do you actually think? We are talking about like differential options and stuff, but you talked earlier about uh, Abhishek about like not get, going like punty before like fifteen. 
should we just stick to the top four, like rotating for fixtures like Victor, Mitrovic, Bird, and Solanke, because they are so good? Or should we like go plenty because we just we, we don't really need money? <laughs> the, so the, the midfield picks are like they are like not expensive apart from like uh, Wallace yeah, or the, something. Yeah, to uh, back that uh, people will say that yeah, if you want to put money on that midfield, that say the likes of you want with uh, Carvalho being fit, you want a double full of midfielders uh, once again. So along with Robinson of West Brom or Mowat. Now Robinson is not on form, so you can say, let's say I take Mowat, Harry Wilson, and Carvalho with that midfield. So if I have uh, all these, so the, if I have forward line of Solanke and Mitrovic, I have to have some budget forwards to balance that team, to balance my team. Otherwise, there is no point because Fulham. If we are looking at the fixtures, Fulham has nice run of fixtures, and we know Fulham. They can easily score four or five on a day, and they can also lose. So, I think if you are going into that direction, that yeah, I need big at the midfield, and I can save some money from there. And you don't think that yeah, uh, I can do with one of Mitrovic and uh, Solanke then you can certainly look at that because forward option is the one place you can technically experiment with all those with uh, if because basic majority of our teams have the top two forwards among that four lineup four forwards so we can get those returns for example i have mitrovic and i think i have very uh, diaz so that sandro thomas spot that i have i can play with that uh, yeah i can get Victor, I can get Piro, depending on the fixtures. But if you have tied up money on that forward line, you can't pick plenty options to basically derail your season right now because those has been your consistent returners. So if you, yeah, if you get lucky, let's say we know that forward guys can score brace. It's hard to predict that midfielders will score braces as well. It's very hard because, yeah, if they are, yeah, apart from Wilson, who can do anything from anywhere, he can score braces, brace or two goals or hat trick even. But I hope he does because he hasn't been doing it the last, <laughs> last few weeks since I got him in. He's been disappointing. But yeah, but basically, your forwards are your assured goal getters. So, punt options, I don't think forwards you can take. If you have budget tied up in your midfield and you have low budget. Some budget to play with in your forwards options, then certainly go for it. But I am tempted to not be punty on forwards, especially. I can punt with midfield and defense because they can cover each other. Because I will play four defenders, three of them can cover those punt move. But if you play, suppose say two forwards, one gets injured, <laughs> that punt will not work. So that's what my thinking as of now. That when I say that. Yeah, you can't take punts right now, but certainly if you have, for example, say I, uh, the likes of Gordon, if he hauls in the next two games, you will be in good state, good good head side. That yeah, I can go and a different side, apart from Victor. If you so, if I can make myself clear, I I don't think I am talking like that. So 
that's what my mentality right now is that yeah if i can go say let's say i can say a good at midfield i have good midfield bunch of four midfielders that i can know i know that i will not change that then you can go for punty options in the forwards but basically apart from that no one really catches yeah we gave you we gave options the four four types of dikes and those options but apart from that nobody will try to bank that and now break that combination right now because yeah it we can say that fulham had a freak result last week those uh, the loss against them so they will be again up for it to bounce back so if you want to you want to take the risk to take out mitrovic now if uh, with a chip on his shoulder that yeah we need to bounce back so yeah that's what uh, i think what's i don't know i think i, I, think think I have talked too long so let's move on to the i think what topic. makes it difficult is all four of those four good forwards have decent fixtures i think fulham have the hardest set of fixtures qpr cardiff nottingham forest west brom but it's fulham and it's Mitrovic, so you're not yeah. going to want to sell him. So it's quite hard yeah. to go for these punts. I Don't think... quote us on, like, uh, get rid of Mitrovic, because if he scores like Patrick next week, we yeah. don't want that on our shoulders now. No, not at all. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point, David. Really good point. Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay. that's, that's if you're real extreme. <laughs> okay, if I was... If yeah. if someone was to ask you... Let's, let's, let's make this really simple, right? If someone was to ask you, pick one other forward out of, other than those four to transfer in, this and have for a few weeks who would you pick other than four hmm. I, th- I would pick go on i would pick you okay he I does guess. he's involved in he's got quite high goal involvement in terms of swansea goals hasn't he yeah, yeah. I'd probably say like uh, you talked to so i got like uh, excited for luton when you talked about it uh, so maybe add a bio he sounds like uh, <laughs> I think I think I would go Adebayo too, just because of a, of a really good fixture run. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they are, you know, they. I don't think we can expect them to, you know, score bucket lo- bucket loads every week just because of the five nil. But yeah, mm-hmm. he's been getting good chances. Yeah, I, I think I'd go for for Adebayo as well. Yeah. It's it's tough. It is it is really tough though with these four slots. It's a bit of a cliche, yeah. but we have just three forward slots. I wouldn't. I tell you why I wouldn't go for Grant. I wouldn't go for Grant because he's a bit expensive and West Brom are actually they're looking quite inconsistent at the moment. Yeah. Some games they're they're on it. Some games they're they're yeah. you know they're not looking that threatening going forward. So we'll see. Um. Yeah. And we've been t- talk. We've kind of touched on the second topic. We've talked a bit about team structure already. And kind yeah. of gone into that. We haven't men- mentioned the defence. I think so. I at the moment. So I, a, a while ago, I had Furlong, Townsend, and Malone. And now I, I got rid. Then I got rid of Furlong. Should have got rid of Townsend. Really better. I got rid of Furlong for uh, McFadden to to shift some some funds into the midfield. Actually, quite, I had quite a heavy midfield um, before I got Brereton and got rid of Morgan Gibbs White. Do we? This is what I think. Tell me if you agree with this or not. I think we can probably shift some of the funds out of defence because there's some quite good value in there, especially around five million mark. You got your like Smith from, you, you've got Flint, you've got who's not been great, but you've also got like Smith, and you've got various kind of five million sort of forwards that are going to tick along with these half clean sheets. And I don't think any of the expensive defenders are looking very explosive. Like Malone, he's not really. He's I don't think he's got any attacking returns this season, and I've had him since the start. 
So I'm, I've, I've gone off him. I was actually thinking of selling him soon, even before he got injured. Do you think we can maybe just have maybe one, two max in the kind of premium defender yeah. bracket, shift runs into midfield and strike? I think so. The it's like um, the, those defenders that you are like expecting to get like attacking returns and stuff. They are so expensive, but I feel like most of them haven't like uh, lived up to their price tags. Um, Especially not my uh, starter season pick Baldock. He's been awful. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've I've finally got rid of that guy. That's uh, it's such good a good riddance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the thing is with my team, I uh, I'm not sure where I should put my money because like I have Furlong and Townsend, and Laird who's six point two. So I have like at least uh, twenty seven million in defense, but. I still have like 3.5 million in the bank. Yeah. Where should I put that? I have like, uh, it must be like in the strikers or midfield spots because I have like um, uh, Mitris, Thomas and Burton at, up top. And uh, this, the thing I immediately see is like, okay, I need to build a striker because my midfield is actually quite mm. n- not like cheap because I have Wilson, Smith, uh, Swift and Sinclair Powell. Who are no no none of them are like under seven million. Yeah. So it feels it feels balanced, but like I still have so much money in my in the bank. Yeah, I think budget's not a massive issue this season actually. I mean no, I'm actually on, funnily enough, I'm on zero money in the bank exactly right now. Just just because wow. of the transfers I did last week. But that's the only time I've kind of felt tight for budget and I'm gonna probably downgrade Malone and upgrade Willock and then it won't be an issue again. Yeah, th- there's value there's value in, in all positions, there's value forwards. Yokoresh, yeah. exactly. There's value midfielders. I don't think you will find much uh, much times in this season that you're short of money because mm. if you like want one uh, expensive player in, for example, attack, you have so many value picks that you can like downgrade your midfielders or defenders to to get that money. So mm. uh, if you just have two transfers or just take it, you'll probably get to what you want uh, without like being one million short if yeah. you know what i mean also i don't think there's a right and wrong answer in terms of do we have no, expensive no. strikers or do we have a cheaper striker and a heavy midfield at the moment i don't think it's clear cut because they're mm. you know I, I had a i had a heavy midfield and i was happy with it now i've changed to a slightly heavier strike force with with Brereton, Mitrich and Slanky, and i'm happy with it as well you know I, I i think it's all team dependent and you know there's there's no right way to to go about it so yeah, yeah. any final thoughts or should we go on to some questions I think we need to go some questions because you guys have covered on that. Yeah, let's do some questions. So, is it you, Abhishek, who've got the questions? Yeah, I have got the questions. Let me pick it up. Yeah, so are we ready? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so first question is from George uh, at Joseph's Bus Drivers, our good friend George. He says us that I from his question, I think he is soon he has jeepa keepers left in him in his uh, locker so he will be he haven't mentioned in which game week he will be playing but he seems to have uh, sent us a question that is it worth using a transfer to get better keepers for jeepa keepers meaning goalkeepers with harder fixtures for more saves so do you guys think that if uh, if we have i have played jeepa keepers but I don't think save points really matters here. I think I look at clean sheet points. Uh, 
uh, that whether they he will be getting half clean sheet points or full clean sheet points. I think the transfers of goalkeepers for if you are using cheaper keepers relate to that. If you guys think otherwise, what do you guys thoughts about that? I think it's just been a bit random, hasn't it, this season? Last season, I think I would have said kind of earlier on, probably is worth it. It's probably worth transferring out a keeper who doesn't make that many saves, maybe keep some clean sheets, but just no guarantee to someone who's going to make a load of saves in in the week you want to play Jeepers Keepers. But it, it seemed very random. and does, I, I think save points have been quite hard to predict, although we did look at the kind of the keepers that have made the most saves um, in the last pod. So if you want to... Um, have a quick look at that. That might be helpful. I, I think it's difficult. I think in theory, yes, I would. I think it is worth making a transfer, especially to a keeper that has a good record of making lots of saves. So, for example, one of them was Ingram at Hull had made a lot of saves. Um, and but the problem if you make a transfer is you might be transferring in a keeper you don't want to keep long term. Then you've got to maybe make another transfer. It's just it's just a lot of things to weigh up whether it's it's worth. Because transfers are like points, and like they, they, if you're making a goalkeeper transfer, it's slowing you down on other things. So I think it depends really what the state of your team is. If if you've got a lot of problems in your team and you need to make transfers in your outfield to to get rid of problem players, injured players, or whatever, if you've got a half decent set of keepers, just stick with it. But if you've kind of got that luxury of transfers and you feel like your team's in really good shape and you don't need to make make any changes, then mm. then I would probably probably do it actually. Yeah, it's like uh, it's, it's funny uh, because like this is the only game where you would like make your keeper transfer for a chip, like yeah. or uh, maybe in bench boost in FPL. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm not uh, so sure I would use a transfer on if it wasn't like a very obvious week. But like both mm. keepers had like amazing features because mm. you all most weeks you would like want to attack uh, attacking players uh, fixtures. But uh, as you say, if you, there's nothing else to do, sure go for it. But uh, mm. I will, I'm more in the camp of like having the two keepers you started with, and if they have good fixtures, then go for the ship. I think that's fair. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Jeepers yeah. Keepers has so, been good, I think. I think it's done really well in this first set. I wish I. Yeah. I'm wondering whether I should have played it over part of the bus. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just seemed to have been quite reliable in terms of getting like two, three saves from each keeper. Yeah. Which has been quite good for a lot. I've seen a lot of monster scores with GPS yeah. keepers. Yeah. Yeah. Not like last season where we got one fifty plus GPO keeper scores this season. As of now, in this part of boost we haven't seen that many. So hopefully we will be seeing those uh, nice scores in more we need Game some doubles for come. that, and that there actually won't be ma- unless COVID yeah. kicks in. There won't yeah, be many right. doubles. There'll be a few when the FA Cup mm. comes around, but not maybe it's yeah, like the pitches freeze over again, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the, yeah. that's that was Joe's, George's question, and I think Joe, you are in the yes camp. So he's an extended version of his question is that if you think yes. Could it potentially be worth using two transfers to get uh, the two keepers you want? Is that an option or you say, no, that's not? Not for me. If you've got more, it's a bit of a pain to have the money to upgrade him and then downgrade him again. I just stick stick with more. I'd only, I'd only change the, the other keeper, if anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, same. yeah, so basically, George, I hope this answers your question. So basically, if you have... Your your starting keeper, then maybe one transfer makes sense to do 
if you are planning to do jeeper keepers but if you are uh, not if you so don't think about that much if you yeah if if you you don't we don't think that the uh, keepers uh, transfers really definitely depends on that much of saves clean sheet points go for it so think that sums your questions that if yeah yeah you can do that but not one too many not two transfers you can't use two transfers on your to change your keepers just to play that boost you can go with your bench keepers as well so that's george's question next question is craig kemp the man on pod one of uh, the one half of the four guys that do the man on pod a quarter guy, of the, the four guys yeah Four guys, so one half. Sorry, of, I'm, one being, fourth. I'm being really picky. I'm being very picky. Yeah, you're you're the most guy. We talked about this before we started. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he asked us that he has held two premium strikers all season. Is there a case for dropping to one to be enabled to spend more in midfield? I'm going to yeah, check. I'm going to actually see if I can find his team and check which two yeah. strikers there are. But they're probably Mitrovic okay. and Solanke. I think it's because yeah. he's in like... Stalking uh, Craig Kemp's team. That's fine. <laughs> he's, he's in at least one of the mini leagues I'm in. There we go. Wait. Yeah. Let me find it. Yeah. So, as the, David, you can take the answers. Yeah, it's it's Mitrovic and Solanke, as, as we thought. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we talked about think? this a bit, but uh, yeah. Um, it depends on who you're getting. Uh, for sure, uh, but uh, the the good thing about uh, getting rid of the premium strikers, you have suddenly have lots of money to use on your midfielders. Mm. So uh, I I had uh, um, Jed Wallace for most of the season because before he got ready and he got injured, but uh, I I probably should have kept him because he like kept uh, going. Uh, but it helped my squad structure. But like if you want someone like him for one week or like three weeks. And you see, like they have amazing fixtures. Then yeah, go for it. It's, mm. uh, I think that's a good uh, deal if you can do that without a hit at least, because you get so much money out of a tracker. It's definitely viable for that reason. I, I completely agree. Solanke's giving me a headache because he's not explosive at all, but he's very consistent. He's scoring, you know, a goal on a very, very regular basis. And there is a part of me that that wants him to. I want to sell him in a way, but. He's he's just ticking along, and it, it's really hard to justify selling him. Um, yeah. For me, it's like, do I get him back again? <laughs> yeah, it's it's so hard yeah. to move back. And if exactly, yeah, yeah, if I was to move to Victor, and then he stops scoring, and I've redistributed the money elsewhere in the team, suddenly it's just impossible to get back. Yeah. So, I think it's it's hard to give a clear cut answer. With yeah. <laughs> I think you can say that. Yeah, if you are taking out, then you have to look at what the guys you are bringing in, depending on the fixtures, what you think about that. If you are feeling confident that, yeah, I, if I take out, for example, Solanke. Solanke has a dodgy fixture in Stoke, Brighton, uh, Bristol away. So, yeah, if I can take him out and put for, uh, say, I want to bring Harry Wilson and some someone else like that. So, yeah, you can do that, but... I, whatever, as Joel mentioned, we you will be having that fear that yeah, if he hauls, then I need I will be getting him back soon as soon. So in that way, your plan will not work. But yeah, if you certainly feel confident about your transfers, 
that yeah i can bring that player i can replace with him and certainly go for it but yeah as of now and I, yeah i also thought of yeah. something if you if you have to use a hit to get him back after yeah uh, you yeah. Uh, yeah. just got him out and uh, the player yeah. got in like got uh, mm -hmm. maybe five points you will realistically not gotten any points out yeah. of the transfers so yeah, maybe you should have kept it as, as it was yeah. i'd also take that fixtures with a pinch of salt you, i think i think you've kind of seen that for form over fixtures is even more prevalent here than i think it is in fpl i think yeah. just like look at victor like he just gets a brace against fulham um i i think I think it's quite hard to to find a sustained run of bad fixtures in the championship. One way you'd say yeah. actually these fixtures are bad enough that I don't want this asset. Especially like the top assets seem to be good at returning against a lot of you know even the, even the the top teams. I don't know. Would you agree with that? Yeah, just look at uh, maybe Powell. You, yeah. If you look at the fixtures exactly. going forward, they have like Sheffield United, Bournemouth, Millwall, Cardiff in the next four. And I in like FPL, yeah, in no FPL, you would like, yeah, he's not getting returns, but he's Powell, and like, he's just scored against goal. <laughs> Yeah, you can get the goal yeah. in every one of those games, so you can't like predict it as much mm -hmm. in as other games. Yeah. So, I think maybe just the take... thing, yeah, I think one which needs to look at that is he the main guy for that team, for that said team? Talisman. If he's yeah, always, right. yeah, if he's their talisman, if he takes all the free kicks and the penalties. Then yeah, certainly go for it. Even if in a bad fixture, if they lose one goal, for example, like Morgan Gibbs White did, even if they lost the match, but he takes a lot. So that's if you are focusing. So if you are going for a talisman, then certainly go for it. But I don't think that fear it literally kills you because in Gaffer points are heavy. <laughs> those points are really hard to come by if you are getting substantial amount of points then i think my vote will be to stick around for that cool let's have another yeah, yeah. so third question is from tom that's at whitebeard fpl i think he's in his deep sleep now so <laughs> let's answer his questions he i has asked that blackburn players buy or ignore Presumably, yeah. he means apart from Ben Brereton Diaz, who we all know is Presumably. amazing. Yeah, he didn't mention, so I'm hoping he has Ben Brereton Diaz. I think who in Gaffer, if you don't own Ben Brereton Diaz, then I think what? <laughs> That's That will be a surprise to me because. See, see you has... can't criticize my Victor move now. <laughs> if you're gonna say that, if you say if be surprised if you don't have Ben Veriton Diaz, well I didn't have Ben Veriton Diaz and I got Ben Veriton Diaz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, wrong either yeah. <laughs> so yeah, presumably he has Ben Veriton Diaz. So do we look at anyone else from Backburn or we just ignore? Um yeah, uh we uh we asked that question and uh yeah we have um I saw Darren uh, added like um, from the Man on Pod, yeah. Um, yeah. Tronok. Uh, he uh, he uh, put it quite uh, um, easily. Diaz, Kaminski, done. That was it. I think that, <laughs> I, I don't really understand the Kaminski thing. He's five point seven million. That's very expensive. Yeah, who is he? I don't. I haven't even heard that name before. He's yeah. He's their keeper. Um. So. Right, yeah. 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 I nah. <laughs> no, not for me. I think Pickering, yeah. 
left back right 4.7 yeah. i actually yeah. thought about getting him in for malone yeah, last week as part of my two free transfers but didn't in the end thank goodness um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he's got an attacking return or two in him, and putting some bonus in him, he's doing quite well. Mm. If Gallagher, uh, okay, Ga- if Gallagher was a midfielder, maybe, but he's a forward. I wouldn't. Do they probably... have like good midfielders at Blackburn, or is it just a striker? Dolan, some yeah. Dolan's pretty nailed, and he sometimes plays yeah. quite far forward, sometimes up top. But I wouldn't go for a midfielder personally. Yeah. yeah. So. Tom, it's either Ben Beriton Diaz. If you don't have him, then get him. That's a one. That's one player you can't ignore. And apart from that, maybe if you are looking, if you are feeling bold, then go for Pickering. Otherwise, no one else. So let's move on to question number four. It's from Paul at FPL Glasgow. So he's saying that is any upcoming fixture. He's has sent two questions first is any upcoming fixture swings so he's talking he wants to know about any upcoming teams who he can target and second part of that question is is it who are the players on our watch list that could perform over the next few weeks so first let's go fixture with Joel. Yeah, yeah, i looked at uh, i look i'm looking at features now and the one that's jumping out to me immediately is preston they have uh, three home games in the next four, and three of them are like bright green on the website. So that's yeah. uh, that's the fixture of reform slash uh, good players thing for me, though. So I don't Derby. know. Derby, Derby, Coventry, Blackpool, Luton. Yeah, and how does it feel as well? There's many, though, is it really? Many, Coventry so... and Luton aren't easy. Yeah. yeah, there's actually a lot of, of uh, teams that have like three home games in the next three, actually. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah thing is Preston I don't think any players jumps out have no. you yeah <laughs> so so you need yeah. to yeah if you got if, if you're like seeing just get one player from Blackburn you should surely we shouldn't get anyone from Preston I just want to say something <laughs> on Blackburn I haven't seen anything yeah. of him play or noticed him in highlights particularly but I noticed that Buckley for 4.5 million has scored 6.25 points per game week in the last four games and he's playing at number 10 so he might be a cheapy. Just mm. just putting it out there. But I'm not I don't I don't know anything about the guy. I'd ask a Blackburn fan maybe. But maybe drawn up. <laughs> just just putting it out he there. He's a bad one for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, in to answer his first question, fixture swings. I think Coventry has a nice run of fixtures for next four. I think Derby has a nice run of fixtures. I don't know if, uh, apart from Curtis Davis, you will be going to anyone else. You have a defender, think. couldn't you? You could. Yeah, Curtis Davis is a defender. So he's, uh, I think, 4.7 or 4.8 million price. So you can take a look at him because Derby has a nice run of fixtures and they're defensively good. They they are not that bad that we have been expecting or predicted at the start of the season. And also you can look at Luton. He also they also has a nice run of fixtures. Hull, I don't think they've got a they great run, a, but it's Hull. Yeah, but it but it's Hull. You don't expect <laughs> they sometimes when you least expect them they make <laughs> they take a bag out of their <laughs> tricks. So yeah, Hull you can look, Luton you can look at Derby you can look at. Apart from that, 
nothing really stands out. What do you think about uh, Huddersfield? Because like I'm debating getting rid of uh, Sorbotomus for like uh, Adebayer or uh, Gokers, but they have like Hull, Birmingham. Yeah, that's the good too. But uh, are I'd those good fixtures for him? Yeah, I'd get rid. Maybe maybe you could keep him for Hull, but he's I've I said it weeks ago. He's playing wing back. He's only he's gonna pop in with he's yeah. gonna get like he's gonna get returns. He's gonna get assists like at times. He's, he's, he's my he's like Solanke because I just hope he scores sometime, but he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's gonna do he's gonna do all right, but not when you compare it to the forwards you could have instead. That's uh, my nah. opinion on him anyway. Yeah. In terms mm-hmm. of so, negative fixture swings going the other way, by the way, um, two that I've spotted. Yeah. Um, Birmingham have a bad run of fixtures. If you have any defenders or if you yeah. have like Bella or Chong or even a striker even. Um, West Brom away, Huddersfield away, Swansea at home, Middlesbrough away is not brilliant. Um, and Cardiff have got Swansea yeah. away, Fulham away, Middlesbrough at home, Stoke away. Flint owners look away. <laughs> so I'm just going to bench Flint every week pretty much. Yeah. I'll keep him but I'll just bench him. Yeah. And Stoke have so, a couple of tough fixtures but David mentioned that earlier. Yeah, so that's first question answered for you, Paul. Second one is, who are the players on your watch list that could perform over the next few weeks? Hmm. So who's going to go first? Let's see, I've not really thought about it. It was Cornick and then I bought him. Probably... Billings have seems to be... Talked oh, about go, on. Like, yeah. go on, David, you, you go while well, I have a yeah. think. Um... I'm just looking at uh, the top scorers in the game at the moment, and Samura from Bournemouth, he's like over both uh, <laughs> the West Brom defenders who we all have. Maybe he uh, he's a pick, maybe. Elias Chair has been very good. Mm. He got a yeah. brace and then he got a goal last game, I believe, as well. He's He's been doing very, very well. Uh, Possible Willock replacement. Yeah, so he's seven and a yeah. seven and a half, which is a fair price, I think. Mm. Billing maybe he's he just keeps he just keeps nabbing the odd goal, doesn't he? And Patterson mm. is he's got he's the fourth highest scoring midfielder somehow, and nobody's ever sp- nobody's spoken about him at six point seven. What this whole season, <laughs> and he's just How? popping up at fourth in the in the midfielder rankings, which is which is crazy. So maybe we should consider him, but no one's talked about him. And I would never yeah, have considered he, him. And he's also in the nice price bracket of six point seven million. So that he can also be a replacement for your um, Willock. Mm. Yeah. If, if, you, if you guys had the uh, Gibbs White, would you keep him or uh, sell him? I am on the. Uh, I I will keep him because he seems to be the guy who does all the things for Sheffield United, at least makes their attack tick on the attacking third, apart from Sharp, and you, Sharp is, he's a stri- so, apart from them, nobody really stands out for Sheffield United, so for me, as of now, he's a hold, and he also is on corner duties as well, so, apart, I'm not looking at that, I'm looking at Nottingham Forest now with Steve Cooper in charge. Their wing backs, Spence and Lowe, they both are 5.2 and 5.1 million respectively. 
Yeah. If they perform like last season, Bidwell and Roberts, if they become those the demo of those two, I think they'll concede too many goals for that. But they could get attacking returns, though. Yeah. 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 Also, they have the not yeah. Graben is not a type of striker that will give you like the likes of Low and Ayu gave them gets onesie the goals. Graben is not like that, but they have Zinkernagel, they have Spence Low. So, with if in the January transfer window they sign someone or at least grab for that time, Graben keeps hold shape, hold of his shape. Then I think Nottingham Forest can be a nice surprising team to target now because they are hot on the hot. They are really hot assets now because yeah. since Steve Cooper came in, they have totally transformed their attacking returns, attacking stats have increased. Yeah. Granted, defensive stats have gone, have stayed the same, but their attacking stats have improved. So, if you're looking for, as we say, punt picks, as I said earlier, punt picks then, or cheap punt picks and reliable punt picks. Low and spins are reliable because they start. They you, they are not rotating fullbacks. So, if you want to invest some uh, downgrade any defenders, the likes of Baldog, the likes of um, uh, Rob, uh, who is the West Brom defender uh, Townsend because Reach now plays at left left back. Townsend has become left centre back, so it doesn't attract that many points like they yeah. was doing earlier in the season. So you can sell him and downgrade to Nottingham Forest defenders if you are looking for that. So those player Nottingham Forest is my team to watch out for, especially in the next couple of fixtures. Looking, yeah, the next two are good, Blackpool and Bristol City, but then it stiffens up with Fulham, QPR, Sheffield United, and then it becomes quite good again. So yeah. it could be one that you could wait You could wait and see and see how they got on in the next five, and if they yeah. are looking like they will sustain this run of form, and it's not just this classic new manager bounce, you could maybe jump yeah, on them in like 17. <laughs> how, how long yeah. will that uh, manager bounce last, do you think? It's, it's, it's impossible to say, isn't it? It's so hard to say because Steve Cooper is a good manager and he could he could continue to provide results. I yeah. may still get Spence for Malone this week. It, it, it's still uh, he's definitely my thoughts because I'd like to get rid of Malone, injured or not injured. So, but yeah, yeah. I think it's a, they're definitely ones to at least at the very least have on your watch list. I completely agree. Mm. So yeah, there's I think answer your question, Glasgow. You have one more thanks yeah i think one or two more we have uh one from our good friend benno at benjo bd he's saying is it good to have three players from the teams who are currently at the top or near to the top of the table in your squads as in like triple ups yes let's say you have triple up fulham or triple up west brom triple up uh, who Coventry, whoever has triple up Coventry, I don't know. Basically, most most of the guys have triple up Fulham and triple up West Brom. So, is it good to have to continue with that strategy, or is it time to come out of that strategy? Basically, I think that's what his question is. Depends on bear the right in mind. Yeah, before you answer, bear in mind he's twenty fifth, so he is mm, okay. he's near the top twenty five. That's very good. So. Yeah. I think yeah, that so... if it's talking about his team, I would just stick because they're performing and he's he like wants to stay at the yeah. top. He just should yeah. keep uh, what he's doing. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't often think about like 
triple ups on teams unless unless it's like mm. you know a, a really obviously good fixture run. I just tend to mm. kind of judge each asset on its merits individually. Um, I guess one of the things I did think about was with Fulham, like I wanted to have Carvalho, Wilson, and Mitrovic at one point. It's very, it's only in kind of when it's a clearly a top, top, top team and they've got a good run of fixtures that I really think about triplets. The rest of the time, I don't really. It's not something that I think about very much, which may be a problem. Maybe I should think about it more as a, as a fantasy manager, because like also like I ended up with triple Coventry until I saw Victor. I had triple Coventry, but it, and that didn't concern me because they were cheap and good. They provided good value, even if I had to play two or three of them every week and worry oh maybe they're not going to keep up this run of form but that you know yeah that's just my approach though i, I don't know whether yeah i think if uh, if he has let's say for example coventry what we have was goalkeeper more than defense we have either mcfadzen or dabo and up top we have victor so if you balance those forwards in different positions, then I think it's okay to have triple ups, not like double defense, one midfield. I don't, Guys, I don't like you that. Know, do you know what I uh, just noticed? Talking yeah. about triple ups. <laughs> what? I have triple Coventry. That's yeah. alright. Like that's what no, I'm saying. No, 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 no. Because the problem is, I can't get. Victor, oh, one of them's not big. Oh, who yeah, are, well, so who are they? They who are they? More Magfadzin and the 4.0 guy Joe Bello that I just got from oh. like the, the game. So oh, that's no. a, talking it's, about triple that, That's, that's yeah, not good that's at all. That's what I was saying. <laughs> that, yeah. if, if you if you have what did you know? the, <laughs> If you have uh, one player in each position, then it's all right to keep it. But if you do go double up defense and one goalkeeper, that doesn't help anyone or yourself. No, David. So, yeah, yeah. That, I didn't think commentary would be like good before the season started. It's it's the value that, and they they've they've been so good. They've just been amazing. Yeah, yeah, and I backed myself into a corner as well because. I, I was either taking out Ward or, or that Joe Bellow guy because I wanted to get in Powell a few weeks ago. And the only way I was going to have uh, Powell in was, was with taking out Ward. And I didn't think about, like, oh, yeah, maybe I want Victor or down the road. But, like, uh, nah. may have to I, want him, point. I just yeah. have to get rid of uh, with the hit then if I want him. Yeah. Like, just one uh, other thing to mention as well is... Um, Another thing to consider in terms of triple ups is there's only really one team that is really proving worthy of one at the moment, and that is, that is well, actually, I was going to say that is Fulham, but I've changed my mind already just saying that they've been really inconsistent <laughs> the last few games. They've been really inconsistent, yeah. so I don't think there's any team actually in the championship that you look at and you think they are on such good form that we should triple up on their assets. Yeah. Um, so it would be a different story if there were like three standout teams and they're all doing amazing and it's like we've got to have assets three assets from each of these teams but there's enough assets around the around the league um and there's enough inconsistency even in the top teams especially since it's such an unpredictable league the championship some some seasons you get like a norwich that run away with it and you need triple other seasons it's it's not like that and i'd say that's one of those seasons so i'd say you don't don't need yeah i think triplets. the reason why he sent this question i think he's a stroke fan so i think he had the stroke uh-huh. goalkeeper power <laughs> and i think a defender that maybe on something there yeah yeah if i try to come out of the defender if so no i presumably he has norrington davis i think or smith whoever norrington davis has, is sheffield uh, united 
Oh, oh, Smith. Yes, Smith. He, Smith. Yeah, he was yes, there last so. season, not today this year. Yeah. 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 So basic. So I think the reason for his question is that he's trying to move out some of his, uh, some of the different. I think defender or goalkeeper he needs to move out because he is not moving Powell out <laughs> if he has Powell okay. because he's sticking nah. along. Nah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's why. So in short, in a nutshell, if you have spent the money across all positions, then it's fine. You can hold it up. But if you are going double defense or double midfield, then it's time to come. It's time to sell one of them. So hope that answer your question, Benjo. And last one is from Oritravo at Oritravo Audi in Twitter. He says, "Who are the two best defenders to own, in your opinion? Who has a good fix, good game week twelve fixture, and a decent away fixture in game week fourteen?" So I think he's playing away days in game week fourteen and potentially part of the bus in game week twelve. Potentially, yes. if he's singled yeah. out of that game week in particular, let's yeah, have a look. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right because he has singled out a defender. The two, who are the two best defenders? Two, best, two. not one, two best. So okay. I think he's definitely playing park the bus in game week twelve. Dare I say it, but Preston have Derby at home at twelve and Peterborough, uh, sorry, Blackpool away in fourteen. Probably, I probably wouldn't advise going for Preston because they're just bad. But yes, if you're looking for the best fixtures, I'd mm. say that maybe. Anything else to jump out? Yeah, if you don't have a double West Brom defense, then I would suggest getting those because, like, they have Birmingham in twelve and Bristol at home in fourteen. But they're looking. So, yeah. He's looking for an away player in fourteen. Away player, oh, yeah, yeah, that doesn't work. Um, Stoke, maybe a Stoke players. defender, Sheffield United away. They could keep a clean sheet in that. Yeah. And then Millwall yeah. away in fourteen. One defender that Stoke. stands out to me while I was uh, researching for his for his question is Swansea. Swansea has Cardiff at home and Birmingham away. It's okay. Laird can it's okay. be yeah. Laird can be an option. But yeah, I think yeah, that's <laughs> very much. Is he, is he a secure starter? I thought he was. I think so. I think why? So I don't know why he was out of the team. Yeah, yeah. And the, before he and he, uh, their Sonsi's coach had to bring him in so that they have this have some attacking options because nothing was working before half time. They don't have any shots, I think, as of. Uh, my st- uh, whatever I have seen in the highlights, they didn't took any shot in the first half. He had to bring him. So, I think Laird can be an option. Apart from that, he says away and away. Hull has a nice fixture, but it's Luton away, and we all know how Luton is at home. So <laughs> there's a red flag That's, for yeah, you. Yeah, I wouldn't. Apart from that. The other one that's maybe a, maybe a Middlesbrough defender like uh, is, is Dyke Steel fit? Bowler. Maybe Bowler, although it would be expensive because Peterborough at home in 12, Cardiff away in 14 is not bad because Cardiff aren't scoring many at the moment. Paddy yeah. McNair, maybe? Yeah, like yeah, the... yeah. Great yeah, shout. Yeah. 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 I had him before he got injured and then he goes straight back again. He's, yeah. Um, seems like good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that also... probably. Yeah. yeah, also Reading has a nice fixture. Barnsley and Blackburn away. They'll concede Barnsley against. Won't. They'll concede at least two against Blackburn, though, won't yeah, they? That's, yeah. yeah. 
It's probably a Stoke defender like Smith, Laird for Swansea, yeah. Swansea. And maybe a Middlesbrough or Preston defender. McNair, yeah. yeah. McNair. So there's yeah. your three options. Sorry, Travel. So that's it. That's all the questions we have. Right. So let's quickly just talk about our thoughts for game week 12 and then that'll be it. Yeah. Uh, wrong mm. thing. There we go. So, okay. So there's my team. Um, mm. I don't know what I'm going to do really. I, basically, the two players I want to get rid of are Malone and um, Willock. And I'm happy with the rest of the team as it is. Whether I take a hit to just get rid of both now, I don't know. Um, with that tough fixture for QPR and also Willock's been playing wing back last couple of games um, I think it was because McCallum and Wallace were both injured so he was he was filling in there um, but yeah like Malone replacements potentially um, potentially Spence probably or, or Smith are the two main ones um, and Willock thing is I don't really know where I'd go from go to from Willock Maybe Swift, maybe like a Christie of Bournemouth because he's been chipping in with assists. Zinkenegg or Billing. Yeah, Zinkenegg or Billing. So I don't know. I could just do the Malone transfer. I could take a hit. I think I'd want to upgrade Willock. So I don't think I'll. It will either be doing a hit or just downgrading Malone this week. Um, in terms of captaincy, uh, probably Brereton because Co- he's playing Coventry away or Solanke, but I'm. Again, I haven't really decided. It's, it's quite a tough week. I think it's going to be quite a tough week for captaincy. So that's me. Um, yeah, not much. No, nothing more to add to that. Um, next is Abhishek. Yes, Abhishek. Yeah. So, likewise, I don't have a clue what to do. Maybe the Malone and Willock issue that, like you have, it's also bugging me because I have not. Malone is most probably injured. Hopefully, he will be back. So, he saves the transfer for us. But in the two weeks, I don't think he has been called up to any international team. Uh, so, hopefully, he will be fit by the time game week 12 arrives. So, for Willock, I am looking at either Chair or Christie. That's, yeah, Chair or Christie. Yeah, I am looking at. Apart from that, I think I will be holding Thomas, Sorba Thomas, for one more week because I don't want to take a hit this week. If Malone is out injured, then I have to take a hit for him. But I will. I'm hoping he's fit for because he plays Luton at home, so that's nice fixture. So I think I hope he will be fit by the time Kenwick 12 comes around. So. Yeah, that would be my only transfer. Willock, I will be de- I will definitely be taking him out for either Chair and Christie. And as for captaincy wise, I think it's gonna be either Bariton or Mitrovic. And if you are feeling very Nottingham Forest plays Blackpool. So if you have type of zinc nagel, you can put Captain Zinc. I think David will do it. You bet you're tempted, David, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. 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 Not a, yeah. Nottingham Forest plays Blackpool, so yeah, I can look at um, like uh, Zinkernagel, but I don't own Zinkernagel. I can go for Johnson as well. He's 
similar attacking return he can he have the potential to get similar attacking returns not maybe to the level of zinkernagel but at least he can tick along the box so those three are will be my captaincy options for the week probably i will stick to the safe pick of metrovic because Very fulham nice. needs to bounce back yeah true so yeah Very good. that's me david yeah I can't believe the object that you went for force the uh, midfielder and didn't go Sinclago. Have I not listened to the pod, man? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to bring him first, then I will, yeah, I will bring Sinclago okay. eventually. <laughs> I will bring him. It takes yeah. a little bit more to convince us to get yeah. Zinkenegel. Yeah, you don't have the prehistory with the one, Elitzer and then One the, return uh, equals in, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah, my plans. Wow. Um, I feel like my plans have been made for me now, but because I just noticed the Coventry uh, thing. Sorry, uh, I don't know. Um, I was uh, thinking about Thomas out, uh, because um, even though it's a good fixture, he's still playing one back. Uh, and yeah. I was thinking about Victor, but now I can't. So um, <laughs> I'm not sure, man. I um, did I get rid of the, like the 4.0 midfielder Coventry guy for like. Uh, Who's that four point six Luton guy again? The one you got, uh, Joe? Oh, oh, what the midfielder? Yeah, he's Cornic. five seven. He's five point seven. Cornic. Yeah, okay. Cornic, yeah. Mm. You'd never think at the start of the season that this is a problem we're going to have. I've got too many Coventry no. players. <laughs> That's crazy. How? Oh, okay. So yeah, maybe I have to get like either take out that midfielder for Cornick and play him over Thomas or like get out of bio, but then again that makes it harder to justify uh-huh. going right back back to Victor again. So yeah, I'm, in, I'm I don't know man, uh, at the moment. <laughs> you might just have to just just deal deal with having no Victor because it's quite hard to transfer out those guys because they're all cheap cheapies. Yeah. Should I just think, roll maybe? I don't know. Think, think, uh, you Solid team. Do... I think you can do Thomas to Adebayo this week and hold Victor off for until you take another your Coventry leg out. I can gamble on like Coventry not being good away because we have seen that. Uh, three, yeah. three away games in four coming up. It, it would be a good differential just like going against the grain a bit. Mm. Yeah, maybe I have to. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, thinking about captains, yes, I'm debating Singragul. He's my emergency captain for a reason. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm not sure if I'm uh, bold enough to go against Mitrovic as captain again. But uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a bingo if he, really he gets is, like. So I, I don't know. I, I, I'm at least sure that uh, Burton will be one either vice captain or captain, most most probably captain, and then just Singragul vice captain. Uh, yeah. I think I feel like Mitrovic's captain is boring, but it's just so uh, soul destroying when it doesn't. Yeah. When they don't have captain on in a, at least uh, vice captain. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at least I have him. I think most do, but uh, yeah. I'll have to think about yeah. it. We still we still have much of time, so. Yeah. Or yeah. when when's yeah. next deadline? Uh, by the way. Oh, I think in ten days time. Plenty of time. Yeah. Okay. Break and all that. Nice. Yeah, nine I think days, that's. Uh, I have days. to think about it. Yeah, great. Oh, that's a nice move. Nice, a nice move. But if you want Victor, then you need to ship out quickly. Yeah, I'm not uh, going to uh, take it for my fifth uh, midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, at least not for a, a Luton guy. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, 
that wraps up the pod then. And uh, yeah, do like the video, um, subscribe to yeah. the channel if you if you haven't already. And uh, yeah, hope you have a great rest of the international break. And do send us yeah. questions as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do send us questions. Well, yeah, I think we hope just go on, David. Yeah, just go on. I will say that. I was just gonna say we'll probably record a super league. Well, we're thinking of recording a super league pod at the weekend if we can. We may, it may be difficult in terms of availability, but we'll try because it's been a while since we've done uh, one of those. So watch out for that as well. Um, yeah. Also, if we can't be able to record, threads will come out. If we don't, uh, yeah. If we f- don't find the time to record, then threads will be available. So don't yeah. worry, guys. Mm. We've got you. Covered. I was going to say. I was going to say. Um, as it's yeah. uh, an international break, uh, use the break to like take some time off. You, if you want to. Yeah. Uh, uh, fancy game is fun, but it can be a lot if you're playing many different games at once. So uh, yeah, use the break to take some time off and then listen to our pod, yeah. but just don't think about anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I fully agree with that, David. I think I'm going to try and switch off from it over the next couple of weeks as well. And then yeah. Come back also. Fresh. Uh, also like social media maybe because we, we saw like yesterday all things went down and uh, yeah. i don't think i maybe missed it so much i just checked it when it came back up but yeah you don't need to be yeah. on it everything <laughs> yeah yeah i think we need to have a break sort of because the players are having a break so as we because a lot of thoughts a lot of plans go into on the on this game also so we need to some uh, you need to have some break enjoy the weekend with the family and that's that's all we can do. Why Indeed. fixate on those serious things every time? Just take a break, chill out, and then we will be back once again. We will indeed. Yeah. yeah. All right. Have a good international break, guys, and we will see you very soon. Bye. Bye, Bye. guys.